uh, a lot of the Commander fans love to try to rub it in the Cowboys' face. But, but watch this. I did some statistics, and statistics are what they are, right? They don't lie. Dallas has beaten the Redskins 76 times and only lost to them 47, and there's two ties. So there's like a 30-game gap. Hold on. They laughing at us talking about something. If you want to see your last Super Bowl, you got to go get a, a VHS video. Y'all ain't won it so long. Watch this. These are just facts. Washington won some Super Bowls, right? 83, 88, and 92. Get to Dallas, 72, 78, 93, 94, and 96. So who was the last one that won a Super Bowl? But isn't it funny that they, man, look, y'all not getting this. Let me break this down. The last time Washington did anything, Kmart was having blue light specials. <laughs> Nixon was president. Gas was 48 cents a gallon. They were delivering milk to your front porch. The last time the commanders did anything. But, but I ain't going to knock them too bad because I got somebody in here true and dear to my heart that is a Detroit fan. And Detroit hasn't won anything since. I mean, since. We, we, we can't even pick up a date since. Uh, uh, but, the, but when you're on the same team, it doesn't matter what jersey you're wearing. Yeah. And we can laugh. And know how foolish it is, Reverend, when opposing teams get on one opposite end of the end zone and opposite end of the end zone, and they pray, God, to help us win. Like, God care about who wins a football game. And we're on the same team. And it's so good that we, a lot of us are wearing different jerseys in here today because reflective of that, many of us going to wear different hats in the church. But watch this. Don't get too big-headed because you're the quarterback or you're the favorite running back or you're the all-star linebacker because at the end of the day, we're all on the same what? Team. Team. We're glad you got the MVP award. We're glad they might pay you a little bit more. But at the end of the day, we're still on the same team. I think that's important for us to hear that today. Because it happened in this lesson. Y'all are like, where did he get all this out this lesson? Huh? You know, because this is what's, what's funny to me. As I was reading this lesson, I was looking at it, and it, it said there was a lot of people in the house. Let's be mindful that there's a lot of people in this house. But also, as we can find in this text, as we can find in here today, everybody that comes into the house is not there for the same reason. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Look, even in Jesus' day, this happened. It ain't just happened in 2022. Some people just came into the house because they wanted to be nosy. Yeah, they wanted to see what was going on. 
They wanted to see why everybody else was there. Yeah. They didn't want to come and add their voice to the singing. They didn't want to come and help Usher. They didn't want to come hear a word. They just came looking. Yeah, I don't know who it is. Just don't let it be you. But they came just to be nosy. You heard people say that sometimes. Oh, they got that new church down the street. They ain't saying it's going to go to get a word. I'm going to go down there just to see what they're doing. Oh, the new pastor in town. I'm not going because I want to get a word or because I want to be a part of something. I'm just going to see what he's talking about. Being nosy. But there's some other reasons that they, that they come up in there too. Some people, and I found this to be true. And it was talking about the Pharisees and talking about the, the leaders of their time. Some people only come to church because they're in a leadership role. Yeah. Some people only come if they're scheduled to do something that Sunday. Yeah, yeah. If it ain't your turn to read the scripture. I ain't, I ain't going. It ain't my time. It ain't my Sunday to pray. I ain't going. My choir ain't singing. I ain't leading no song. I ain't going. I ain't teaching in Sunday school day. I ain't going. All right. I'm not on. I'm not. I'm not on the on the. I'm not in the program. I'm not gonna go. How dangerous that is that you don't attend something because you're not. In the limelight that day. Amen. You know, I go to a lot of concerts. I go to a lot of shows. I love live music. Anybody love live music? Yeah. Live music would be horrible if not for the people you don't see. Think about that. Or the people whose name you don't know. A live show would be horrible. You, you go to a live show and you would probably not know the director. You probably would not know the producer. Yeah. You, in some instances, you probably won't even know who promoted it. All you focus on is who you came to see, the headliner. And you forget all about that work. Matter of fact, you forget about the most important thing. You're so focused on the music, you forget that somebody had to clean up them sticky floors. You forget that trash that was all of that popcorn and drink that somebody cleaned up. To make that place look nice. All of that is important to be a part of the bigger team. Why am I saying that? There, there's no big eyes and little U's in the house of God. All of us are important. But watch this. The good thing is though, those are some of the bad things. Some people truly do come to serve. Some people truly do come to hear a word. Some people truly do come to get a healing, to get a blessing. Some people come to see other people in the fellowship. That's what they want. And in this particular text that we've given you, the one thing that's important and often happens throughout the, throughout the Bible's writing is that so many people who did had great things done to them or did great things, they remain nameless. Oh, there's a lesson in that. Because, because, because some people, some people, some people looking to make a name for themselves. I don't mean to hurt anybody's feelings, but churches, 
Church is one of those few places. Church is one of those few places where people might can, might not can get recognition uh, for lack of accolades or qualifications in the world. Then they come into the church and want to be the head of something. Ouch. Yeah, because you seek validation and you want to be so big. And then you say, ain't y'all Christian folk? Yeah, but we good business minded folk too. And we some professionals. Can't just treat us no any kind of way. And so even with that, you've got to understand that, 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 that uh, some people are just sincere Amen. in what they do. Amen. And that's what I believe is important in this text. This man was nameless. What, what you don't see in this text, and this is what's important. The Bible says that some men gathered up someone who couldn't walk and brought them up to the top of the house and let him down. You know what I never saw until I was rereading this several times this week? That man never asked for it. He never asked for anyone to take him to the top. You know what that suggested to me? I mean, it, it paused me. I like to use the word it arrested me in my spirit as I was reading it. How great it would be. Reevaluate your circle. To have some folk around you that, 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 that want something that they think is in you, out of you, that you've yet to see for yourself. Yeah. Mm -hmm. How about some folk like that around? Because, you know, right now a lot of us got some folk around us. All they do is pull on us, tug on us. Do this. Do that. Help me with this. Help me with that. Uh, uh, can I get? Can I? Huh? This and that. You know, I had a guy that, that and I'm just going to be honest with you. I won't say no name. I had a guy that I thought was all right with me and used to do some ministry together. Used to do some things, had a leadership role in the church. And he was going through some financial hardship and he knew that I owned more than one vehicle. This guy had the audacity, the unmitigated goal to ask me. To borrow a car. Huh? I don't, look, I don't know. Maybe some of you more generous than me. You got two, three cars out there? That's all right, brother. Hey, which one you want? Come get the keys. Go ahead and drive. I know you ain't on my insurance, but whichever one you want. You want the one in the garage or you want the one under the cover? I mean, just have at it. This brother got hot, got mad. I said, I can't do that. Because I didn't help him the way that he wanted help. Got a nasty attitude. Stop talking to me. Stop dealing with me. This brother been riding with me every month on my gas, on my dime, to go do some ministry work. He ain't offered to buy me a big gulp when we stop at 7-Eleven. ain't offered to put $3 gas in it. Because everybody don't fill a car up. So a lot of folk in here just put something on it. You know, he didn't offer nothing. He asked me to borrow the car and then got hot. And I think about how many times we have friends who just won't. But is some people in our circle, are they pushing us to get to greater heights? Even when we don't see that necessarily in ourselves. It's a saying and I love it. It says that some people are in your circle but they're not in your corner. 
You better go reevaluate who you hanging with. Because sometimes you need friends who just pour into you. You need some friends who just call you up and say, I ain't want nothing from me today. I just wanted to hear your voice. You, 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 you know what I mean? You better start having some people around you that are challenging you, talking about something. Well, why is it that you haven't gone back to get your degree? Why is it that you are uh, getting older and you still ain't got no life insurance? Uh-oh. Yeah. What? And question you and call you out and ask you, why aren't you doing greater? But not only question you, but push you to a level and take you there. That's what I saw and these men. That's no easy task to take somebody up higher to let them down lower. First of all, ask yourselves, why was that so important to them? Because a lot of us love to duck work. We don't go looking for more work. We don't go looking to do something that's going to potentially harm us or hurt us. Because you can hurt yourself trying to pick somebody up. I, I, I don't know about, about you, but if you pick up, try to pick up somebody that can't help you get up, that's what they call dead weight. And although you may be able to lift 100 pounds or 200 pounds, when it's distributed unevenly, that's not easy to do. Why was it so important that these people get this man up higher to lower him down to get them in front of somebody so important that had no more room around them? Why was that so important to them? All I can do is just give conjecture. All I can do is in my imaginative mind. I, I, I don't really know why, but, 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 but it matters to me that they did. Amen. I think it's suggestive to us that, that we reevaluate who's around us. Do you have folk around you that would carry you if you couldn't walk? I ain't even talking about physically because we, 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 can, we can break down in other areas that aren't physically. And will some folk carry you? Will you emotionally unstable? When, you're, when your spirituality is in question, when you question in everything that you know about God, are there some folk that will carry you through some rough patches, through some tough times? Or you still got a bunch of folk pulling and saying, what can you give me? What can you do for me? We're going to always have them folk. I'm not saying they ain't going nowhere. But what about just leveling up? Sometimes you, so, look, if you're always the smartest person in the room, you got to get in another room. Yeah, you, you, you can't grow. You can't learn. How are you being sharpened when you're the one always doing the sharpening? You've got to get around those folk that are going to push you and, 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 and not only encourage you, but like I said, they're willing to take you there. And then they said, look, 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 look. What's important here is that I think we got to stop making excuses about why we're at, not at the next level. You ask certain people some questions about things that they told you they wanted to do, and then they'll get mad at you a year later if you ask them why they're not doing it. Yeah. You told me you was going to open up that restaurant. Why you ain't opening? Oh, 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 oh. Start making excuses. Oh, you told me you was going back to school. Start making excuses. Oh, you told me you was going to do this, that. Start making excuses. Why is it that we hate to be pushed 
and challenged and, 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 and being around those folk that can help get us to a higher place, another level. If all people do uh, that are around you is either down you or affirm you where you're at, I suggest you need to get some different folk. See, the problem with us is we don't understand the difference between friends and associates. Everybody can't be your friend. I have associates around me who are suggesting say things because I'm trying to get to where they're at or do things that they're doing. I don't call them my friend because I don't call them and ask them to borrow stuff. I don't call them and ask them uh, 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 necessarily for advice. And I don't call them to tell them personal information about me because I've established that boundary with them. But you need some people around you that see those things in you. That's why it's so important to understand your spiritual gifts. I think we've done the church a disservice not knowing our role. Not knowing our, our call, not knowing our place. Because watch this, while we're all on the same team, we don't all have the same responsibilities. Could you imagine how a football game would look if everybody on the team was the quarterback? <laughs> Who are they going to throw the ball to? Who are they going to throw the ball to? And every time you need something big done, you want to throw the ball. But sometimes you just need some short yards. So you need a running back. You need somebody you can just pass that ball off to. You know, hey, I, I can't do everything. I'm working hard. I need me a vice or a co-chair. I need somebody who can fill in that role. We don't, we don't need a 50-yard bomb. We just need a good, solid five-yard run, and then we got that first down. Who going to step up to the plate and be that running back? Wait a minute. Then, if that ain't good enough, we're always under attack. Somebody's always trying to get us. Who going to be our defensive linemen and be those proud warriors that are cutting off those folk who are trying to tear us down, who are trying to undercut us and trying to hurt us the whole time? We need some linemen. We need some linemen who, who are going to protect us. So everybody can't be the quarterback. Everybody can't be the running back. We got to have some strong prayer partners. We got to have some strong givers. We got to have some strong volunteers. And we got to have some strong people on defense. Because they say defense wins what? Championships. That means you got to have those folk intercepting some things that are out there. Because I don't know about you, but some the enemy sometimes is working while you sleep. So you got to have a good defense. That's why we talk about sometimes building that wall, uh, uh, building that fence around us, that hedge of protection so something can't get in. Amen. And, and, and protecting us and keeping us. You know, and here's the other thing about being on the same team and, and, and looking is that you never know when you're going to be called on. You're supposed to be ready. Amen. It's a good quote. People say, be awesome. They say, I hear it all the time. But then when you call on them, call on them to sing, they sit down. Call on them to stay behind a little bit, ain't got time. Call on them to, to do I don't know how to do it. I don't know how to do it. Well, here's the thing. Let me tell you this. My, and my mentor told me this. If you really want to learn something, you got to stop waiting for somebody to teach you. And sometimes you just got to pay attention to the one who does it well. Yeah, yeah. So, so, so therefore, when it's your turn to do it, maybe nobody held your hand and told you how to do it. But because you've been in church 40 years... You've seen it done a hundred times. So when somebody says, we're going to need you to lead communion. 
you know how to do it. Amen. When somebody says, we're going to need you to usher, you know how to do it. Amen. Because you're paying attention. Right. But if you're coming to be nosy, or if you're coming because you're in a hurry, or if you're coming just to, just, just to, to oh, I ain't say the other one. Some people come just to stir up mess. Amen. I ain't say that one. You always got that. Always got that one. They just want to come in. Oh, did you know so and so? We even got, we even have uh, uh, folks who will come to altar call and disguise their prayer, but it's really an attack on somebody. Some of that stuff I done heard in open altar calls want nobody's business but them and God. Amen. And you done put their business out in the street talking about something you want to pray for. <laughs> oh, y'all, y'all, look, I want y'all to pray for my neighbor. My neighbor. Uh, uh, just pray for him. I don't know what it is, but he be leaving his house at midnight every night. <laughs> and be going down the street. Down there, it's an old lady down there. I see the light come on, I see it go off. <laughs> Just pray for him. Pray for my neighbor. Come on with that foolishness. Stop it. But 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 you gotta be ready. I gave y'all this example because we've been doing sports. It was September 23rd, 2001. An unheard of player drafted in his sixth round. Ain't nobody really know him, ain't nobody really care. But the starting quarterback got hurt. This guy had to go in the game. Ain't nobody know, nobody know this guy. Got a six, you, you know how many days you got to wait to see the sixth round come up on, on the NFL draft? You know? And nobody knew this guy. They're like, man, I don't even know what he was making. Probably was making lowest paid guy on the team. Hey, get that guy. Wake him up. Go in the game. He going in the game. And you know what's funny? That guy went in that game September 23rd. 2001, seven Super Bowls later, three MVPs, most people called him the greatest football player of all time, Tom Brady. And he went in the game because somebody got hurt. And he was ready. You can't keep on preparing to get ready. You need to be ready so when your name is called, you ready to go. Now the whole world knows who Brady is. Rewrote all the record books. Owns them. All because he was ready when the opportunity presented itself. Wasn't sitting there pouting. Wasn't sitting there moping but was in preparation and preparing for a game he wasn't sure he was going to get in. Amen. I want to know how many of you are doing your homework, how many of you are taking your notes, how many of you are studying, how many Amen. of you are praying, Amen. how many of you are being that example, how many of you are being the church outside of the church, how many of you are doing those things that you got to do so when your time comes... See, see, you might meet somebody out there in the street that's sitting up there and, and disillusioned and going through some stuff and they're hurting. It is not the time to say on, on a Monday when this person is hurting and going through something, hey, why don't you come with me to church on Sunday? Amen. No, you got to be to church to them on Monday. Yeah. 
at 6 in the evening. Because that's what they need. And you're supposed to be ready. Because that person is paralyzed in their situation. And you're the one who's supposed to carry them. But you're not ready. Or are you? That's the question. We're on the same team. Got different responsibilities. But I hope we've got the same goal. Because as I gave you those examples, it doesn't matter what position you play. It doesn't matter if you're the running back, the quarterback, the wide receiver, the lineman, or what. It doesn't matter. The ultimate goal, because you're on the same team, is to win. Amen. Doesn't matter if you're on the audio. Doesn't matter if you cut the grass. Doesn't matter if you clean the church. Doesn't matter if you preach it. Doesn't matter if you're a trustee. We got different tasks. Mm-hmm. But the problem happens mm-hmm. if we don't have the same goal. Amen. Now, if we got the same goal, we should be to evangelize this community Amen. and to make some good heavenly noise right here at this address. Yes, then we're going we, we to get our touchdown. Amen. We're going to get our prize. Yes. I just pray that we don't lose sight of the goal. Amen. And some of us, and it happens, and, and look, I'm just saying this because it happens at times. Some, it doesn't happen all the time to some people because some people j- just seem to, it's about them all the time. Mm-hmm. But some of us, at different times in our life, lose our way. Yeah. Even the good ones. Yeah. And we got to say, hold up. Come on back. We're on the same team. Yeah. Settle down. Get it together. I remember, I remember, I remember, and, and, and that's even not in the bad things, but in the good things. It was a movie. I can't remember what it was. I, I know Ice Cube was in it. And, 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 and uh, somebody had scored a touchdown. And they danced for like five minutes. <laughs> Did all this dancing and, and got a penalty and everything. And uh, it's like, what are you doing? Oh, you know, I got the touchdown. I'm so, so excited, so good. And then uh, when, he, when the other person got one, they didn't really do a whole lot. And the point was, they, they said, I don't, I don't need to do all that. Because I've been there before. Amen. I ain't got to act like that. I've been there before. And so the message that I hope we learn from this story is this. Is that there's going to be some folk in your life that are going to be nameless or won't have the length of time. Matter of fact, I can close with a great example. Let me tell you how fickle people are. This is the best football example I can give you, then I'm gone. Everybody in here know Deion Sanders? Great Neon Deion prime time. One of of the greatest dual athletes of all time. One of the best cornerbacks to ever do it. He was the coach of Jackson State University. He said, I want to go to a university that nobody really knows. It's a HBCU, and I want to breathe life into this university. I want to see them do something that's never been done, and I just want to do that. Deion Sanders was there for two years. Jackson State was talked about on ESPN and in the news over the last two years almost if not as much as Alabama, the powerhouse of NCAA back, uh, football. Am I right? right? Watch this. Look how fickle folk are. Dion went down there and brought recruits that had, would never have considered an HBCU. 
I mean, top 10 recruited, went to Jackson State. They said, I want Dion to coach me. And he went down there, went undefeated, won the championship, then started getting offers from other schools that could pay him 10 times more and give him so much more of a grand stage. And you know what our people did to him? Oh, Dion, come on, man. You're a sellout. You can't leave. You got to stay at Jackson State. You can't leave the black school to go to the other school. Well, you know what I got to thinking about? This is how fickle folk are. And, they, and they'll choose something. Who are you to tell another person they can't level up? How dare you? How many of you would choose to stay where you are and turn down a 400% raise because you love working with your friends? <laughs> or you just want to be around people who look like you? Not only that, but some people miss the fact, and this is where I'm going with this. Some relationships are seasonal. Yeah, yeah. The problem with some people and the reason that sometimes their lives are messed up is that you try to keep make seasonal folk lifetime residency in your life. Some people only came to pour into you. Some people only came to just give you that water that you needed and you don't want to see them go. Their job was to come to bless you and to leave. It happened in the text. We don't, we don't hear that when this man was forgiven of his sins and he left, that all of the other men who helped him, they left together and went and, 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 and bought houses by, by one another and became lifelong residents to one another. These people came into his life, did what needed to be done, and then you don't even hear about them anymore. Sometimes in life, we're going to be that crippled man. Sometimes in life, we're going to be the ones who carry the crippled. And we have to be strong in both situations. Amen. Amen. Let us stand to our feet.